It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.
I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, eh. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out the shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much to touch down. The vision really blown to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL. When things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, eh. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. We do that. You're listening to the sports coma. Yeah. It's Big Q and the guys on the PRO Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the sports coma with Big Q and the guys. We have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports family. Shout out to the Who That Nation. Appreciate y'all being in this live stream. Please feel free to hit the like button. Please feel free to hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. And feel free to share the show's links on your social media feed to help out the stream. Much love to the fam. Thank y'all for joining us for this uh, Wednesday hump day edition of The Coma. We in this thing. Much love. Pre-coach Peyton trade uh, out of the way. We look, we span ahead looking at other things. And of course, the Saints are making moves or not moves, depending on your vantage point. We'll cover several items today in this episode of The Coma. I'm going to try not to hold you guys for too long on this stream. So shout out to everybody, man. Thank y'all for sharing y'all very busy uh, afternoons with me and the great Saint Thank Tank is in the building. Shout out to everybody in the chat. AJK dot uh, Nola Baby KC Row. I see you, fam. JT Trav 504 Elite Trey Joseph was popping, fam. Ryan, I good to see you in there. Country Rail, uh, Hindi and Newton is in this thing as well. Appreciate you, Joshua. Much love, fam. Trav 504 Daniel Burton. OG to the third degree. Big ups to you, fam. Good to see you. Ant-Man's in this thing. Saints for life. Shout out to you, St. Doug. Much love, brother. Appreciate you. Bronze the God. Much love, Arvin. Much love to you. Appreciate you. What's up, you up? Much love, fam. Appreciate you being up in this thing as well. Much love to the queens in here. KB, shout out to you. My dog, Farouk, is in this thing. Son of Nat Turner, shout out to you, brother. Appreciate you. OG Jerry Poor is in this thing. Total Truth Tide is in this thing. Shout out to all of you guys. What's up, Antoinette? Shout out to the queens. Mr. Who that? What's up, my brother? Appreciate you as well. Good to see all the family. Josh Goat 23 is poppy. 504 D Granger. What's up, fam? Popping. Uh, shout out to you. Brian Turner, what's up, my brother? Good to see you in the chat as well. Uh, Slade, good to see you, fam. Pammy Whammy, what's popping? Dana, what's popping? My brother Neville's in this thing. Tayno, what's up, fam? Much love to you. Appreciate everybody, man. Ricky, I see you, fam. Zach, I see you, fam. Much love. Uh, big ups to the fam. Brandon Dot Davis, what's up, brother? Good to see you there as well. Shout out to you, my man. All right, what's up, Trey? Shout out to you, man. Trey, the big bro, shout out to you. Uh, Demi, what's up, Demi? Shout out to Demi, the queen. Jesse, what's popping, fam? 504 Co. in this thing. Good to see everybody in there. Dre Day, what's popping, man? Much love. Brother Reginald, I see you, fam. Yeah, fam, we're going to go over some news notes and items. 
in this stream, man. And, uh, you know, I'm going to talk about an article that was done. Uh, DC made me aware of this. I wouldn't have really known about it if it wasn't for DC. So shout out to my brother DC. He listening uh, up in the stream as well. Uh, Let me know about it. And I cover that on the back end of the stream. I'm going to try not to rant too much tonight. <laughs> I'll try not to rant too much. Gundam, what's up, brother Gundam? Shout out to you. All right, so let's delve right into it. Shout out to uh, brother Bob and Kyle T. Mosley and John at the Saints News Network. They dropped the scoop Saints part ways with Coach Richard. So the Saints do not retain none of their co-coordinators. Both co-coordinators are gone. Ryan Nilsom is gone. Uh, he's headed to Atlanta. I think it's Atlanta, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, I, I want to say it's been a it's been a, a wind, a, a tornado of activity, man. It's just crazy. But uh, yeah, Ryan Nilsson's going to the Falcons, and now Coach Chris Richards, who I really love, did a very awesome job with the secondary. It was the cream of the crop of the Saints' defense was the secondary. They were playing exceptionally well, especially toward the back end of the season. They were doing some phenomenal things and. You part ways with Coach Rashard, and maybe this is due to the fact that he is seeking other better opportunities because no man who was a coordinator before will settle for a co-coordinator position, which he doesn't have total command over the defense. He only controls the secondary. He can't even call the plays. I mean, this, you know, Ryan Nielsen's going somewhere where he can control the defense. He has some a certain amount of autonomy where he could be able to create call plays on the defense, do what he, you know, do what he needs to do. Just like you would, uh, you know, hamstring or, or tie the hands of Pete Carmichael running an offense. If you got a coordinator in Dennis Allen sitting on top of the defense calling the plays, nope, that wouldn't be a that wouldn't be an attractive thing to nobody with experience as a defensive coordinator or aspirations to become one. Because uh, Dennis Allen's hamstringing him because he wants to call the plays in the on top of the defense, which that shouldn't be the case. You simply give that job to the defensive coordinator and you become an overseer of the entire team which once again, he doesn't have that vision. He think what he's been doing for the last several years along as a head coach with uh, our, uh, Oakland, uh, Oakland and then with the Saints gives him some type of weird uh, idea of what he's doing. And in essence, uh, this this situation will take care of itself. So anyway, let's get into it, fam. Coach Richard, the, the Saints part ways with Coach Richard. And remember, a lot of things are happening too uh, with Coach Payton taking the job with Denver, getting traded out there. Uh, there's news out there in articles that the Denver Broncos are attempting to hire Vic Fangio, who agreed uh, to be the defensive coordinator for the Miami Dolphins. But I don't think it's an, it's official yet. And Peyton's trying to get him to back out of that deal and come to Denver with him to be that coordinator. If that's the case, then that will open up a job for Miami to land coach Richard, who would end up going out. And, I, you know, we're going to cover it. Saints appear to be having some major shakeups with their defense, according to Wednesday's evening report by NFL Network's Tom Pelissero, which was confirmed by several local reporters. New Orleans is parting ways with cold defensive coordinator and secondary coach Chris Richard. This now leaves the team to find a new defensive coordinator, secondary coach, and defensive line coach after Ryan Nielsen was already hired away by the Falcons. Rashard joined the Saints in 21 and made a very strong impact from the start. He was on a few teams' radars for interviews. It's unclear as to what division or direction the Saints will go from here. Now, New Orleans has a lot of things to figure out on the offensive side of the football. Now, they have even more on the defensive side of something that was a clear strength of the team. So, really good 
two really pivotal people. Okay, you talk about co-coordinators, but these guys were special in their particular rooms. You have a defensive line coach vacancy. You have a secondary coach vacancy, which I think one of these will be a promotion. I think Coach Corey, who's the assistant uh, special teams coach, might end up getting a promotion there to become the secondary coach there. In terms of being a defensive coordinator, are there any in-house people that would qualify for this position or perhaps uh, perhaps Dennis Allen see somebody that he worked with from the past to be that guy does he simply just bring michael bring uh, mike hodges the linebackers coach and to say you know what we're gonna make you a defensive coordinator and then dennis allen do to hodges what he did or you know to a, a guy that they promote as an assistant to that position they just treat him like that because dennis allen is not going to relinqu- relinquish the play call and do this on the defense so whoever to be the coordinator has to understand that you're not really a coordinator in 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 uh you know in, in duty you that's only title they call you a defensive coordinator but no uh Dennis Allen calls the plays he sets up everything for the defense so you just would be there in ceremony only you would just just be something just window dressing or whatever you want to phrase it but Saints have some situations that they have to fix it's still very early on but what's interesting about it is we talked about this before is the fact that you notice when the season ended and the, the Carolina regular season matchup was over the season finale, the Saints went into the offseason with no offseason game plan. They didn't do anything fast. They waited a long time to evaluate coaches. And then when they evaluate coaches, they fire coaches that shouldn't have been fired or allow coaches to walk. And I understand Coach Richard's probably going to end up with Miami or another team for a defensive coordinator position. But still in all, that's a lot of talent to lose on the defensive side of the ball, being that they were your strength. So, and, and listen, with all of this going on, the Saints still haven't interviewed anybody. So really, you know, this is the thing about the slowness and the nonsense of urgency the Saints are, are having. You know, it's like, you know, no plan. They just slowly, methodically walking through this thing. Uh, people are pilfering their guys, um, you know, these 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 mind-boggling uh, moves that they making, no sense of urgency, no sense of direction, holding on to a bum ass coach when you had, you know, seven, seven really credible coaches that were out there. Dennis Allen would never, if he interviewed for 10 coaching jobs in the NFL, he wouldn't get none of them because he's not qualified. People who know better would never choose this man to be anybody's head coach, but that'll fix itself this upcoming year. I doubt he'll get through the year. I doubt he'll get through the middle of the year. And plus, it's really looking bad. Now you're looking to hire coaches, and a lot of coaches are being hired right now. And the Saints waited so long to do all these evaluations to put a plan together. And now teams are already hiring personnel uh, uh, to these new organizations. Like if you have a guy that just became a coach, he's going to start pilfering people. You know, like you look at Peyton. Peyton's going to pick them, you know, look at the Saints, maybe pick a few guys to go over here or there. Other teams that Arizona hadn't got their stuff yet together, Indianapolis. So there'll be teams reaching out doing this. But Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes. It's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies.
Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Being that you waited so late, you don't have the uh, you know, it's is you put yourself behind the time because everybody set up these interviews for some of these talented people that were out there. You had guys uh, like, Kel- you know, Kellen, uh, what's his name from the offensive coordinator from the Cowboys. He was out there. He could have been somebody you could have brought in. The guy from the, the Jets was out there. You let him go. So you got all this talent that are better than what you got in-house. And a lot of these guys are already signed onto the teams. And the Saints have yet to do any interviews to fulfill any position. So this is going to be really interesting to see how the Saints handle this. Now, there's still a lot of time, but it's a coaching pool that most of the teams, these nine playoff teams, are pulling from the field. And you don't want to get the scraps because you was too slow to the party, which they are. But anyway, uh, congratulations to Coach Rashard because I think he'll get a promotion somewhere else. He'll become a defensive coordinator and really be a defensive coordinator. Ryan Nielsen the same way. Ryan Nielsen will be a defensive coordinator. He'd be able to set up his defense, call plays for the defense. He can do that and not be, have his hand held by Dennis Allen and be hamstrung. All right, so on from that one to this one. Buccaneers interview Saints coach Ronald Curry for their offensive coordinator position. This is as already happened, reported by the Saints Wire. And that, uh, and this is Buccaneers tweet right here. We've interviewed Ronald Curry, currently the Saints passing game coordinator and QB coach for our opening offensive coordinator position. So let me get this straight. Let me just get this straight right here because this is what we do at the Great Saint Think Tank. We just don't accept everything they say. We look at it. We look at the non-movement the Saints have. Most of the Saints' really good coaches, Ronald Curry is a really good coach. Ryan Nielsen is a good coach. Chris Richard's a really good coach. Those men are somewhere else now, well, except for Ronald Curry. But he's interviewing to be an offensive coordinator for your rival Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, I shouldn't say rival, but, you know, for the, the same team inside of your, your division foe, let's say that, the NFC South foe, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're interviewing Ronald Curry, the Saints' current passing game coordinator and QB coach for the offensive coordinator position, which they fired Brian left, which Tom Brady retired today as well. The Saints still have Pete Carmichael as their offensive coordinator after a lackluster year over the helm. Saints didn't demote him, but Curry, who's a bright spot in the offensive room, is interviewing with your division foe. Hmm, very interesting. Very interesting. Buccaneers announced Wednesday that they have interviewed Ronald Curry for the offensive coordinator opening, meaning all three opposing NFC South teams have met with the New Orleans Saints assistant coaches. Tampa Bay dismissed offensive coordinator Brian, Brian Byron Leftwich early in offseason and has been busy searching for his replacement. 
Curry is the Saints passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach and is highly respected by his players and peers in league circles. So highly respected that he can't become a coordinator in the Saints building. You can make Pete Pete Carmichael looks like somebody's assistant. Look, Pete Carmichael looks like an assistant. He can work underneath Curry if you want to do demote him. But this is really this is interesting. He's on a he's a coach on the rise, not in the Saints building. Who would be a big loss for the Saints if he was offered the Bucks job? He was all, all also selected as the national team offensive coordinator at the Senior Bowl. So you see, the guy has talent. This week, where he's working closely with many of the 23 draft picks uh, from 2023 draft picks, New Orleans has already lost a talented assistant, defensive line coach Ryan Nielsen, leaving to become the Falcons' defensive coordinator. And by the way, you're losing talent right to your division foes. Let me say that again. Ryan Nielsen left to become the coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons. He will improve that defense. He will get that defensive line together. He'll have them pass rushing better. He will be doing a better job of helping them stop the run. There will be improvement in the Atlanta Falcons leaky defense with Ryan Nielsen as the new defensive coordinator. That's tough when you leave. You lose really good coaches to your division foes. Coach Richard, I don't think Chris Richard ends up in Carolina. He did interview with Carolina. You know, I don't think they have their D.C. yet. But Richard interviewed for the same position with the Panthers, though it doesn't appear he's a candidate for the job at this time. But remember, I think he did interview with the Dolphins, which if Vic Fangio is, is Peyton trying to pull Vic Fangio out of the Miami Dolphins agreement. I don't know if he signed anything, but that's the word on the street that the insiders are leaking, that Peyton's first move was to get Fangio, Fangio uh, to come to Denver and he's already one of the highest paid assistants and I think the highest paid assistant in the, in the NFL and Peyton's trying to get him to come to Denver with him. If that opens up that spot and that happens, coach Richard could be a guy that falls in Miami because they did interview him. We'll see how it all plays, but uh, and he's right. Carolina did interview and they still have an opening at the defensive coordinator job. The last time I checked. So at any rate, there's a real possibility that, each of the Saints rivals around the division end up ciphering talent from Dennis Allen's coaching staff. It's something to watch out for with days ahead. So indeed. So once again, Ronald Curry was interviewed for the open offensive coordinator position with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ryan Nielsen was hired as the Atlanta Falcons defensive coordinator and the Saints parted ways with coach Richard today. And, um, and it, Probably was one of the things I wouldn't be surprised if Coach Rashard said, you know what, let me go. I can find a better situation out there, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he knows when the ship is sinking and to get the hell off of it, you know. All right, let's look at this. Also, this is from Saints News Network. John Hendricks updated Saints draft picks after Sean Payton trade. What do the Saints draft picks look like after the Saints for the next two years after trading uh, for the Saints, after trading for Sean, uh, trading him, uh, Sean Payton off to the, the to the Denver Broncos, after trading Payton to the Broncos, what did the future look like for the Saints and their draft picks? Here's a look for the family members who've yet to see it or want to say, what does it look like this year? Here's what the outlook is over the next couple of years of the draft in 2023. Round one, 29th overall pick. Saints have that one. They have a 40th pick in the second round this year, 71st in the third. They got 112th overall in the fourth round, the fifth round, 143rd, two fifth round picks, one via the Eagles, the 163rd overall, and then a seven round selection. So the Saints have draft picks in every 
uh, uh, every round this year. One, two, three, four, two fives, except for a six. Let's just throw the six. They don't have a six this year. And that is the, the, the status of the Saints six rounder is unknown, but a condition of the Bradley Roby trade. The team is also expected to pick up an additional seventh round pick through the compensatory process. Speaking of some of the actual overall places in the picks will change due to the compensatory po- uh, picks awarded after they go through that whole thing. And of course, 2024, this is what the draft looks like for the Saints. Round one, round two via the Broncos, no third. They have a fourth, fifth, and two, six, no seven. Now, the Saints' second round pick is held by the Eagles as a part of their trade in the draft from last year. They picked up an extra six through this Chauncey Gardner-Johnson trade, which was bummy. And their seven round pick is where the Texans, for acquiring Mark Ingram, remember that? Naturally, part of the trade uh, compensation for Sean Payton involves them sending back a pick to Denver. So, the third round pick that you would have had, you had a one, two, three, four, five, and two, six, no seven, right? But the third round pick you gave up to send to well, people can't even still explain that. As you know, with the Sean Payton trade is why would you need to give up a third round pick to send him out there? Why would you surrender any draft? And and, and that's my spill on it. None of they can't answer that. Uh, you know, too busy saying it's a good trade. It's a good trade. How's a good trade? You gave draft capital to up with the dude. The dude should have been good good enough. And if it's all about accruing picks, why are we giving giving up picks to get rid of them? Who is he, Dennis Allen? <laughs> we need to help him out, Q. All right, anyway, so that's what it looks like in the in the uh, 23 and 24 draft. Bam, wham, bam, bam. All right, and, and of course, our final article right here, somebody said, well, this is, shout out to DC, let me know about this, that the reporter Jeff Duncan, Enola.com, uh, said that Sean Payton is now in Denver, but shouldn't tarnish his legacy. And then, of course, I read some of the articles he was speaking about, uh, he called it disturbing uh, sentiment sprouted from the Saints family base. I don't say fan. I say family base uh, about uh, their feelings. And of course, this guy wrote books on Drew Brees and Sean Payton. He eats off Sean Payton. So <clears throat> but he was mentioning that the fact that uh, people, you guys in particular, the who that nation. Call Sean Payton a quitter and that is wrong to call him a quitter. And that's wrong. Da, 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 da. No, 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 no. I, I really don't like kiss ass people, man. For real, man. We cause it like it is. If you did, if you got a person that signed an agreement, a contract, a contract is the, is his word of mouth or his, or his word, his agreed word on a contract, meaning that that's a written promise, a written promise of what you're going to do. You agreed to this amount of years to do this job to the best of your ability. And then you quit in the middle of the contract. They want to use resign, whatever. No, 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 no. You quit. You quit. You're a quitter. You didn't honor your agreement. You quit in the middle. You're a quitter. It is. It's just nothing wrong with that. You know, it is what you is. So you're not going to run away from what you are. If you quit in the middle of the agreement, you agreed, wrote something, put your name on there and then got a signing bonus money with it. And then you right in the middle of the agreement says, I don't want to do this no more. And and then, you know, you quit. You gave up. You gave, how about that? How, how about, okay, you don't like quit? How about gave up? You gave up. No, 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 Q. No, 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 no. A little bit more sugary, more sweet. He resigned. No, 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 no. The man quit on you. 
That's what it was. He quit on you. So we're not going to mince words and play games. No, the man is a quitter. Now, does it tarnish Sean Payton's legacy that he quit in the in in the with years left on his contract with the Saints? Uh, you know, does it tarnish? It doesn't tarnish his legacy that he that he quit. The reality is that Sean Payton was a good was a good coach for many years. But the problem with Sean Payton in many ways of just watching Sean Payton for all of these years, man, was Sean Payton. Sean Payton was a guy that got in his own way a lot of times. He really did. Now, I ain't going to take nothing away from Coach Payton. Much love and respect to Coach Payton. But the, the sports call him a big Q. I got I to gotta tell it like it is. There's a reason why he only won one championship in all those years down here. I mean, Bill Belichick, the only other coach that had that long a tenure was what, Bill Belichick. And how many Super Bowl rings does he have? Well, Q, he had Tom Brady. You have Drew Brees. Well, Tom Brady, you know, he's the GOAT. He was the GOAT. You know why? Because he didn't suffer his team the long-ass contracts. He would get, He gave the New England Patriots, he gave them a reduction in pay so they could be competitive from a monetary standpoint. Drew Brees didn't do that until the, to the back end of his years. Drury's like, I'm going to give me all of me. Give me all the 28, 29. I'm not taking no deals, none of that, da, 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 da. And the Saints gave him a blank checkbook and said, write your amount. And the Saints gladly played it. They paid it. But with, even with Darren Sproles, when they shipped Darren Sproles out of here, he was doing all that stuff. They refused to touch and reduce Drew Brees' contracts during those years. They refused. They went to everybody in the team to reduce and ask for him to take pay cuts, but wouldn't talk to Drew Brees. The prima donna, baby. But the issue is, like I said, the a lot of times we covered this, like Sean Payton would get in his own way. His head got too big, too, too, too big for him. His ego was out of control. He'd be fussing in the stores with people asking him questions about why he called this play. Don't ask me no questions. You cut this meat better. Fussing and arguing with people. Now you're a coach. You're supposed to no, Coach Payton, you, you, you're a coach. Explain to them. Take some time out of your busy day, just like they took time out their busy day to watch your ass for the last 10 years not do anything. It's the reason why he left with only one Super Bowl ring. Let's just keep it a buck 15. A guy that had all of the resources that he had for many years and nobody standing in his way except for him, he should have had more than one Super Bowl ring. This is real. I'm just keeping it honest. He had all of he didn't have, he had a super agreeable general manager who was just basically a drone, whatever he want, he did it. He didn't have any uh, coaching staff that would challenge him. Hell, he had the media tamed. Remember that we have the shows and the way he talked to the media, they was afraid to ask some tough questions and all that. Y'all remember all of that? Put one in the chat. Y'all remember all that. In the end, it doesn't, it doesn't tarnish coach Payton's legacy that people see him as a Twitter, a uh, uh, Twitter <laughs> as a quitter. Uh, because of his non, his breaking his agreement to finish out. Why sign it? You knew in 2019 you didn't want to stay. Why you didn't take your your butt out of here then? But in the end, it does not chant. It does not tarnish Sean Payton' legacy, man. It doesn't. He's a football coach. He won 150 something games. He won a Super Bowl. He's the New Orleans Saints' most winningest coach. You can't take that away from him at all. But when people say good riddance. They had, they're well within their rights. See, this is the thing. These people, man, these butt-licking, kissing people. I'm sorry to say it like that, but you got these suck-asses, man. These suck-asses out here. And you're just like, oh, you can't say that about who is Peyton? Is he the Pope? I mean, what what church 
do these people belong to the international church of, of Tom Brady or Sean Payton worshipers? I mean, dude, what the people are saying, they are well within their rights, well within their correct frame of mind to say that Sean Payton quit on him. He did. He quit with years left on his contract. And he did, you know, and it well, it is what it is. He quit. Just like if I would say right now, you know what? I don't feel like going this. I'm off of here. I, I quit. <laughs> and just cut the show off clean. Well, Q, goddamn, Q. You ain't finish out the job. You know, you ain't come up. No, I, you know, it, no, you, you're a grown up. And that's a bad look for somebody that's trying to own people, you know, earn people respect. And you're a coach and you, you have to lead by example many days. But so, no, it doesn't tarnish Coach Payton's legacy because he quit on the Who That Nation. He quit on his team with years left to go on his contract. What it does mean is it's the truth. For whatever reason, I don't understand people nowadays, they run from the truth. They like people to lie to them. They like, they don't want it. They don't want the truth, man. The old man told me years ago, man. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes. It's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. That the truth is sweet in the mouth, but sour in the belly. That's an old school phrase. If you think about it, you, you know, make a lot of sense there. But no, but for any who that man out there, who that lady out there that feel like Peyton co- uh, quit on him. You're right. He did quit. He didn't honor his agreement. He quit. He left. He left and then he created this little situation that occurred. And then not only did he leave, but he also he also filed up the interview process of what a coach was the next coach was supposed to be. He told Mickey Loomis, who don't have two brain cells to rub together. To hire Dennis Allen and Mickey Loomis hired Dennis Allen despite doing interviews with Dougie Peterson, an eight-hour interview with Eric Bieniemy, Brian Flores, all these people the Saints talk to. At the end of the day, they entered, they hired Dennis Allen. Nobody would hire Dennis Allen to be a head coach, but he got the job because of the man on the screen. So not only did he quit on you, but he left you a pardon gift of a bum-ass coach who would sit on top of the team this year, and you're probably not going to win nothing because the guy is a loser. 
He's probably he's probably the worst coach in the NFL. I'm just gonna keep it real with you. With a talented team, you get seven victories. You can't seem that you you don't activate fast enough to fix problems. The most obvious things the guy miss. He's not a good communicator. He gets up there, fuddles, stumbles, bumbles over words. He, he no confidence, no aura of leadership. It's backstabby ways, a liar. All this kind of stuff is is, is is a recipe for disaster. So I'm not really upset at Peyton for quitting. I'm more upset by Peyton for leaving us and in, in, in putting this bum-ass coach. But at the end of the day, man, Peyton's gone. We'll work with whatever we got to improve upon the team. But Peyton's not the cloud over the team. I heard Abess say that. I covered that on TSC Q&A live last night. He mentioned that uh, Peyton was a cloud over the team. I'm like, Peyton ain't the cloud over the team. I made a little example and said, okay, boys and goyles. Hey, little boys and goyles. You know, we adults here. We supposed to be adults here. So we supposed to be able to, we're professionals, right? We supposed to be able to still succeed even when there's distractions. Hmm. 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 Is that Peyton thing a bigger distraction than Elvin Kamara stuff that he did when he turned that guy into grape juice in Las Vegas? How about the stuff that happened with Marcus May when he was, you know, according to reports, allegedly, he's showing firearms to juveniles in the car next to him in the, in the parrot road raid situation. Was that more of a distraction? Well, listen, boys and goyles, we have to understand that if you're a professional, that you're going to deal with all manner of distractions and still be able to succeed if you're a true professional. And really, to fix that, the cloud over the team wasn't Sean Payton. It was Dennis Allen. <laughs> it was most certainly Dennis Allen. It was most certainly Dennis Allen. So at the end of the day, man, it is what it is. <laughs> All right, so anyway, uh, this is the key story today, man, is that Saints parts ways with Chris Richard. The Saints have several openings on the defense now. So seven defensive openings, family, no interviews as of right now. So hopefully the Saints will start getting involved and getting stuff, uh, you know, oh my goodness, why they wait so long to do this? But anyway, defensive line coach, secondary coach, some of these things could be, uh, you know, promotions from inside the team. I could see Coach Corey, the assistant secondary coach, maybe he takes over the secondary. But you do lose some stuff when you don't have Coach Richard there or Ryan Nielsen there. And hopefully, whoever they bring in or whoever they elevate could keep things on level because the strength of the Saints team was the defense. Well, you lose some really core people who were keeping the team together from the defensive line and the secondary perspective. That's top to bottom there. You know, so, you know, that this is two massive losses for the Saints on the defensive side of the ball. So how much of it do you, how much of it can the offense carry in this upcoming year? being that you're losing some of this stuff on the defense. We've yet hit free agency yet uh, some of the talent we need to retain as well. So very interesting, very interesting season is setting up to be, isn't it family? We'll see. All right. And of course, this is also another one of our assistants on the offensive side of the ball that we cover. And this is from saints wires reporting on the tweet from Tampa Bay, uh, the Buccaneers that they interviewed completed an interview with Ronald Curry, who's currently the Saints passing game coordinator and QB's coach for the opening offensive coordinator position for their club. And of course, a lot of stuff flying around Coach Curry because he's doing some stuff down at the Senior Bowl. Uh, And a lot of people know that he's a good coach. 
And really the Saints should have already took Coach Curry and made him an offensive coordinator, made Pete Carmichael his assistant. But no vision. So hopefully we don't lose him because he's a good one, man. And this is the thing with the Saints. The Saints have a lot of good uh, talent, like in terms of coaches, that's ready to step up. Ronald Curry's one of those guys. Hodges, the linebacker coach, I think he, you know, he did a pretty good job with the linebackers this past season. He was terrific. Uh, maybe he's in line for a coordinator jump. It, we'll see. He just made that, just became a linebackers coach a couple of years ago. It'll be a fast track if it is. And, you know, when you see this stuff happening, you're losing your fantastic OCs and you, you, you lose you, some of your offensive talent there. It's It, it kind of questions things. And, of course, you got guys like Fontenot. We lost uh, Terry Fontenot to the Falcons several years ago. And then Harley's still sitting up there and you're like, okay, at what point do you move this fresh blood of these new people into the positions to guide the team into the future? Well, it takes vision for that to happen and not allow your division foes or people around the league to pilfer the talent that you develop over years. You got to make sure when you train these guys and you bring them up through the ranks and they mature, you got to put them in positions so they can help the team win and they'll take you take you and your team into the next five to 10 years. So of the of the franchise's future. But when you're dinosaur minded, you know, you you tend to be late in the vision. And that's the thing that's ultimately hurting the Saints is a lack of vision, man, to be able to see these things, man. And then, of course, the updated list of our picks as it stands is the 2023 draft picks. The 29th overall pick, first round. So you got a one, two, three, full two fives and a seven round pick uh, for this upcoming year. In 2024, you got a one, two, four, five, six, and uh, two six, actually, no seventh. And remember, the seven round pick from 2024 was given up for Mark Ingram to get him from the Texans. The six round pick, the extra six you got from the Eagles for Chauncey Gardner Johnson. And you don't have a third round pick in 2024 because you sent that pick along with Peyton, for whatever reason, to the Broncos. So that's uh, over the next couple of years, the picks as we get closer. Uh, well, we'll you know, go through the combine and all this stuff and get ready for the draft down the line. So, and of course, we covered this article right here about tarnishing Coach Peyton's image right now. First of all, I don't care about no tarnished image. Coach Peyton's image will stand just fine. And his and really, it ain't all about the image. It's all about the wins. You won the Super Bowl for the first time in the city of New Orleans. You're the, the, the New Orleans Saints most winningest coach in NFL and in, in, in the in the in the Saints history anyway. So just that alone puts Sean Payton at the top in terms of respected and loved people. But that does not exclude him from criticism just because he won all of them games. He won one Super Bowl. He could have won more. He had, you know, he had a, a long tenure here in New Orleans. And a lot of times, like I said, been covering this stuff for a long time with the Saints, that Sean Payton got in his way a lot. Now, I would say that because he got the big ego, people saying you this, that, and the third, and he got the big old ego, and you couldn't tell him nothing. You like Kanye West back in the day. You can't tell me nothing. Wait till I get my money right. You can't tell me nothing like some of these guys that get some paper and then you can't tell them nothing until they screw all their money off <laughs> or to the, to the, to the agent or the IRS take all their money from them. Then they all ears then. <laughs> it's funny how when you get some paper and your ears get stopped up, it don't work too well, right? <laughs> well, most of the people anyway. But anyway, it ain't going to tarnish Coach Payton image, no. And at the same time, people could criticize Sean Payton. Get up off it, man. 
Stop butt kissing, man. He wrote, this guy wrote the same guy wrote a book on Peyton, Peyton and Breeze. The author he living he eating off these people, man. <laughs> you got your money, man. Stop trying to kiss up, man. The man gone now. You don't have to kiss ass no more. He in Denver unless you plan on following him out there. All right. So anyway, with that being said, fam. Shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all being up here. What's up, T-Mama? Much love to T-Mama. Good to see you, queen. Troll, what's up? Troll Blewett's in the building. Shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all, man, for de- being in this thing. I'm going to cover on the TSC Unleashed channel, man. The TSC Unleashed channel, family. I'm going to be covering uh, what, uh, what's his name? Uh, Aaron Foster said today. If y'all heard what Aaron Foster said, family, please feel free to put one in the chat. If you heard what Aaron Foster said. Please feel free to put one in the chat if you heard what Aaron Foster said, right? Uh, what he said about the NFL. I'm going to play the audio. I'm going to even open up the phone lines and allow you guys to chime in on your thought process of what you think about uh, Aaron Foster, his commentary. Yeah, all right. Thank you, Greg. Shout out. He says, we got <laughs> we got the second round, but no new points. <laughs> uh, thank you, Greg. Much love, fam. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to play what he said. And oh, it was a tweet. DC sent all of this to me about uh, about it. What Elvin Kamara responded about um, Aaron Foster. He talked about, and this usually happens. We were talking about this earlier today. A lot of this use, these stories usually come out right around the Super Bowl. It's kind of odd how it plays out, how these stories. Because the last time we had the same thing that happened with Smith, the defensive back from the Buccaneers. It all it happened around Super Bowl time when these these guys just opened up and talk about that he was handed a script and he wasn't playing around. He wasn't joking. But let me just say this, fam, that we all know most of us we that that are critical thinkers know that you live in the matrix, don't you? Put one in the chat if you know you live in the matrix. <laughs> Let's keep it a buck 15, man. Put one in the chat if you know you live in the matrix, you know? I mean, it, all all of this stuff is is all of it is is controlled. It's all is controlled. Now, I'm not going to say it's fully controlled, but there's a lot of manipulation going on. But the thing is, when you see it called out the and, and, and listen, that's what got a lot of people off of politics because it's a manip- it's a rigged game. But it's rigged because not because you're playing it because you don't expose it. You got to expose it. You got to expose it. You got to say what it is. You can't close your eyes and turn around and walk out and say all it is and then go somewhere else. No, I'm talking about the people that need to activate to understand and put this out here on Front Street. You got to let you got to put this out on Front Street. So when you see funny business, you got to call it out, just like with anything. That's the same in your family everywhere. So Aaron Foster called it out. I did several shows on it. People say, say, bro, if you see it like that, then why you cover it? Because I understand that sports is the ultimate equalizer. It brings people together. Don't matter who you are. They don't, you know, it brings people together. It don't matter who you are. If you're a Saints person, you like the Saints and you're from Brazil or you're from Antarctica. It doesn't matter if there's Saints people all together. We're going to have a great big old party. We're going to eat this. We're going to eat food. We're going to celebrate. We're going to dance and we're going to cheer the squad. I love it. It's an ultimate equalizer. That's one of the great things about it. But at the same time, we understand that these are mafia groups that control and run this stuff, man. I I broke that stuff down and covered that before. I told you the Bidwells and the Roonies, all of them got mob ties. Put one in the chat if y'all remember me breaking that down. Nobody going to talk about that shit like that, man. Because I do research. I went to school to be a researcher, man. I understand what time it is 
with this and understand that you live in a control matrix. And the best thing you can do when you see stuff is you got to call it out. And when it's called out, don't go to sleep. You know, keep your eyes open and pay attention and call it what it is. That's what you, that's how you change it. That's how you, that's how you change it. Closing your eyes and moving away from it ain't the answer. If you, if that belongs to you and that's your league, then you have the opportunity to clean it up. You do. You got to call it out and call these people out, but they got, they pay people to sit up here and forming most of the people that be commenting. They, they ain't even real people. They, they robots, they bots. So at the end of the day, we know what time this is, man. So we understand and know that if you're doing foul stuff, just like when the saints was tied to that Catholic church scandal with all that stuff happening, man, I was out here uh, front and center blasting them for that. Y'all remember that? Put one in the chat for that because that's real, man. You got to face it down, man. When you got dirtiness and corruption, you got to face it down. Just like my police partners that listen to the show, they understand and know that if you're a good cop, you got to call out the bad cops. You don't protect, you don't protect, there ain't no back to blue and you got dirty cops out there beating people head and stealing money. You don't do that. You got, they'll all make you look bad and give you a bad image. You got to make sure that you uphold the pristineness of your organization by getting rid of the bad apples that might sneak in and try to tear you down. That happens with everything. That's why you always got to be vigilant. That's why you always got to have your head on your swivel and you got to always have a set of a code or morals or integrity. That's what it is. You got to have integrity because a lot of people don't have no integrity. They don't have no code, no code of a conduct that they follow, meaning codes keep you alive. Codes keep you safe. Codes keep you codified, meaning you're moving as a group. You protect it. It's only the, the people rolling by themselves that get swallowed up by the wolves. Wolves don't talk. Don't ain't going to attack a bunch of people operating and moving together with the same mind, same focus, same intellect, which is, you know, what this is. So at the end of the day, that's why we talk about sports. That's why we cover it. But that's also why I do on Q with Big Q on Patreon. When I do talk about the real stuff, when I do cover all the other stuff that they don't want you to talk about, I also call out reporters, not all of them, but the ones that I really love and like that I give love to. And the ones that be kissing ass like this guy, then I, I call them out because, you know, that's my job, man, to call you out, bro. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community 
of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. I'm calling you out on that. Stop kissing ass, man. Sean Payton is a great coach. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. We love Coach Payton, but you can, but stop the BS. We can criticize Payton if he up here quitting on the team and, you know, and all this kind of nonsense. Cut it out, man. And another thing, stop the edification of these athletes to the point where they can't be criticized. That's the same with whether it's Drew Brees or anybody. If they're people, they put their pants on and eat like you and crap like you and every other thing. These people are the same as you. Matter of fact, is you the one that elevated them to this position because you gave them all the resources so they can be wealthy, which means you actually the power dynamic, which is also a principle I teach and preach about all the time is the fact that the who that nation you where you stand they make you seem like you don't have no power what could one person do well you put keep your money in your pocket don't give it to them watch how things change and you got you and thousands of other people doing it you'll change the whole landscape of how things work you would just a group of you guys saying that listen we want money back from you guys for using them stadiums down there and you didn't pay for that that's taxpayer money how are you making billions off of something we pay for and we can't get three pennies off of it how that work you don't get no free tickets the merchandise is high as hell even though they make it in slave countries they come back home check you three times the concessions is beyond theater pricing you're getting chumped every which away so at some point you got to change it you got to step up and say, listen, enough is enough. We about to change the not the narrative. We about to change the direction of what's going on. That's how it works. So I don't get mad at the people at the top all the time because really it's your fault. <laughs> it's you. The politicians are a representation of the people. So if you got fallen, dirty, dumb, garbage, rotten politicians, they are a reflection of the people. Because if we had really good moral upstanding politician that actually represented you, that would reflect the people. So that just goes to show you the state of the mind the people are in. Stop believing and listening to these people on television with all this bullshit they saying because they the ones tearing this, this place up and blaming it on you. They blaming it on you. They blaming it on you. You the problem. You the, re- you the problem why the world tore up. You the problem why the water funky, the air bad. You the problem because you with your hairspray, you with your damn car driving all the way around. I'm like, hold on, hold on here, partner. I don't run them all them pipelines through that swamp right there. I don't run that. Pipelines that been in the swamp for years that's leaking into the swamp. And now they saying it's something else. No, 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 no. That's you. You pollute a billion times more than I ever could. <laughs> and if them things was that bad, then why are you still making them? <laughs> why are you still making them? See, it's it, you got that's what I'm saying. It when we get to the point where you just have to say why, what, and why, and what you know, and that creates the whole narrative. Just take it back. That's all I'm saying. Take it back. Anyway, with that being said, hopefully, I'm sorry to go on a little spill about that, fam. You know how I am sometimes because we the great same thing, tank. We keep it real, deal, holy field. We the people's man, and it is what it is. But anyway, as far as the Saints are concerned, this is what it is, family. Saints part ways with Coach Richard. Very interesting dynamic. They got some time. We'll see who they promote or hire from outside the organization. Time will tell. Uh, Offensive uh, passing game coordinator, Ronald Curry, one of our brightest minds in the offensive room, was interviewed already by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Could he be the upcoming OC? Do the Saints step in and say, no, we're going to make you the offensive coordinator. 
for the Saints or do he go to Tampa? They got eyes on him and people are thinking that he might take a job. Saints just slowly watching these people pilfering him. And of course, to be updated, the draft picks along the Peyton picks for the 2023 and 2024 draft. We even talk about this crap with Peyton's tenure right now. Who cares about any of that, man? We just got to focus on us and do us. I, and of course, this thing right here, fam, we're going to talk about this as well. I'm going to play a little bit of this for my family members that heard, we're going that didn't hear this. This is Adrian Peterson. What he's, I mean, not Adrian Peterson, uh, uh, Adrian, uh, Arian Foster. I'm, I'm sorry. I say Adrian Peterson, Arian Foster. This is what he said about the NFL. Listen closely. And how every year he used to get a script. Yeah. Day one of training camp that would mm-hmm. get dropped off at his locker. It's funny before we started taping, uh, Aaron was telling me about how the NFL is rigged and how every year he used to get a script. Yeah. Day one of training camp that would mm-hmm. get dropped off at his locker. Mm-hmm. And you would have to, you know, it was like week one, you'll do this. Week two, you're going to have a hamstring injury. Week three, this is going to happen. Yeah. Week four, you're going to get three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And so then you just have to, did you memorize those before the season started? Or would you go and rehearse the script before every game? Uh, we were really dedicated to it. So it was more so like um, that's what practice was about. It was about practicing the script. Like this is what goes on and this is what we have to do mm-hmm. in order to. Yeah. And this referee is going to miss this call. Yeah, because they hate you yeah. and they love the Colts, yeah, that sort like, of thing. Uh, WWF, so it's like, you yeah, know, we know what's going to happen, but you still got to put on a show. Yeah. What did yeah. you think when you got the script in 2016 that said your career was going to fall off a cliff when you stopped believing in God? That was 2015. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It's funny, before we started taping, uh, Aaron was telling me about how the NFL is written. All right, so they drew a little levity into it on the back, and he, and he actually responded and said, actually, that's not what happened. You know, I didn't, uh, that wasn't in the script right here. And this is what Elvin Kamara, you know, said right here. This is from his official account about Aaron Foster. Uh, and this is Kamara's tweet. He says, when they handed me the script for our season during camp, I almost walked out the facility, bro. And he he sent that to Aaron Foster. This is Kamara right here. This is his uh, official Twitter. So it ain't like you don't know what time it is. And we've covered this a lot, but, in, in I, and I've said this before to a degree, like um, it, the league is, is tied. It, it's they fought reformatted it because remember when the guy from Mandeville was trying to sue the NFL and that, and, and the NFL has pulled, it was able to shut down all of the lawsuits because who that, who that nation was suing the NFL to break open the books to find out what was going on with the whole the whole situation about what happened with the nine call situation. All that failed at the federal level. One lawsuit was able to make it through because I think it was filed at a certain amount of money and they made it through. And then the guy had a strong case for his lawsuit to win. And the next thing you know, he said he took the lawsuit down because he didn't want it to be a distraction to the team. And I remember, and we covered this some time ago, and I remember saying your pitlin ass lawsuit's not going to be a distraction to professionals. Professionals, professionals, professionals don't allow distractions to stop them from doing their jobs. They're getting paid to do a job. That's what a professional amateurs get distracted all the time, but professionals don't, real professionals anyway. But the NFL has pulled at the federal level, so they was able to kibosh a lot of those lawsuits. And a lot of people did research and found out, and you can do research too to find out that the NFL redid its charter where it's classified more so. Uh, it's a nonprofit organization. It's set up like a nonprofit organization, just like a church or a charity. 
which they save all kind of money that way. That's why you don't see. Remember back in the day, they used to have all these different uh, cancer organizations that used to get involved to collect money. Then the NFL started doing it their own ways. Instead of using their organizations, they just use their own organization to collect the money when the pink gear come out. It's just like a big uh, stinking money grab to a degree. But it also was showing you that a part of it's uh, tied to entertainment. That That's in the NFL charter. That is not a sports league. That is more so chartered toward entertainment which means if it's chartered toward entertainment, they have scripted. Now people say rigged. I won't say rigged. I would say the more accurate term would be scripted scripted. Certain games and bylines are scripted. Certain teams get far because they believe that will make the money and do the owners know that? Of course they do. That's why they have the revenue sharing that all keeps them quiet. So at the end of the day, what's the answer? The answer is to keep exposing this. The answer is to promote and support leagues that don't do this. Like you see the XFL and all these other leagues coming up, support that. The USFL and all that, support those leagues, support them. Because hopefully one day they'll challenge the NFL, which every everybody, competition is healthy. I, I'm no, I don't believe what Rockefeller said about competition is a sin. Competition is a sin to Rockefeller because he couldn't produce a quality product that would stand on the market stand up to competition. If you have good products and services, then people will come to you, even in a crowded market. If you have something special and you got quality, even in, in this, you know, any market that you might go to and it's a quality product and a quality service and you entertain people or you do whatever you do. And if it's really good, people going to support you and people going to send, take you and share you with other people. Listen to this guy. Listen to this girl. This lady here, they'd be doing some great stuff here. They'd be doing some great stuff here. You know, listen to this podcast. This fella keeps it real. You know, blah, blah, blah. People will share and, you know, and give you out word of mouth and share you if they love you. Like, man, I love I, this. This person keeps me entertained, whatever. You see what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, the, the competition is a center is a bunch of BS, man. That's a bunch of BS because if you got a good product and a good service, people will go to you for your good product and your service. That's how it works. That's how it works. If you can't, if you don't like competition is because you're trying to set up a monopoly group, which is what the NFL is, what the NBA is. That's why I'm always a person pushing to have other leagues around and we support the other leagues because what happens is that will create and force the leagues to be able to clean themselves up and clean up the foolishness, the, 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 the stinking corruption that is going throughout the league. And that's what the NFL, many people made fun of the NFL symbol is a shield. It, you know, it's a shield. They say they created the shield. So it, it keep all the BS and they can hide whatever they doing. Remember the concussion data and all that kind of stuff, hiding from it. They finally playing, playing some of these pay, players that lost their minds and committed suicide and all this. They finally, after years, the league is like what? Eight, 75 years. And you just started doing that like five years ago. So what was you just was holding up all that money. So at the end of the day, don't forget that. Don't forget who these people are. NBA and NFL, don't forget who they are. Remember, these were leagues that started where black people couldn't start, couldn't plan them originally. Now, they changed down the line. But just because you changed don't mean that I'm not going to forget what you did early on. You remember that. And remember what these leagues are capable of and what kind of people these is. And when you understand that, then you understand that scripted games is not beyond greedy people when they got all these little apps that's betting on this, betting on that. And remember, I warned you guys when the season started, I said you would never, you're going to see some of the worst stuff that you ever seen. Some terrible officiating in the, in the NFL, worse in the NBA. Every game, every night is 
terrible officiating after terrible officiating after because this is a part of it. Now it's becoming so problematic that they don't know what to do about it. People are turning the games off because they're starting to see. It also has something to do with the time, too, family. We're in the quickening, and a lot of the energies that's coming from the universe is forcing people to wake up. They're not the technology is not it can't control them anymore. All the little stuff that you try to do, the brainwashing, all the stuff, the programming is not working no more. Your mind is breaking free, and for people, mind is breaking free. So a lot of that's not working anymore. So you're waking up to all of these new realities and and, and it's a beautiful thing. So at the end of the day, man, let me get on out of here. Listen, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for joining me tonight on the stream. I'll be back on Thursday stream. I open up the phone lines on Thursday. Allow to get allow you guys to give you, you know, let me know how you feel about the, the situation with the Saints, their movements, all that. We'll have a, a reaction show on Thursday. We'll open up the phone lines. Shout out to Tony Scott uh, watching from Facebook. Much love. Thank you, Brother Greg, for your super chat up in this thing feel free to hit the like button family if you hadn't hit it hit the like button hit the subscribe button feel free to share the show on your social media feed check out the pro shop links in the description section below and remember fam keep your heads up we'll be back later on man it look a little dim right now for the saints man because a lot of crazy stuff is going on but at the end of the day we're still some time let's see what these people are gonna work out and doing we're gonna be here every step of the way so i'm gonna holler at y'all on the flip side much love who that I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. 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 Where we do that.
platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps the platform continue to grow. Check out the Pro Shop and who that too. The who that daily.com. That's right, the who that daily.com. Your one stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, who that daily.com is your site. The who that daily.com for the sport who that and all of us. Every day my employees get scam emails. I wanted to protect my business and clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got four simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. Learn more at cisa.gov forward slash secure our world.